So in the past, we've talked a lot about, you know, the media and, and just all the movies and shit you see on TV that make you terrible and trash with women. But there are certain standout, you know, pieces of media and content and just TV shows and series where the main character is actually a G.S. motherfucker and gets laid. And if you watched it, you would actually be like, this is a good example even though it's fake this would be a good example for someone to watch to understand the kind of way you would just conduct yourself even though it's fantasy so today we're talking about those standout films flicks series cartoons even animes in that genre of just being a gs motherfucker which is that should be a genre that should be a movie genre in itself alpha badass movies with main characters that actually get bitches and don't have the bitches finishing their sentences for them when they asking them out on dates. First things first, what would be your first example off the top, you know, of a movie where the main character is actually a player and not just a simp? Or it doesn't even have to be a movie. It could be shit. I remember growing up, I used to like Johnny Bravo, even though they used to display him getting slapped and whatnot. Just the fact that he was just like, he didn't give a fuck. He hit on every bitch and they would slap yeah. him and reject him and he would just be like whatever fix yo, his hair and go for the next hoe absolutely yo fresh prince of bel-air that was my shit growing up that's a fresh fat. prince of bel-air he always had the the little baddies in the show it's like Hell it was like yeah. a like a common theme in the show was Matter him fact, talking to girls the best episodes of the fresh prince i actually think were the earlier episodes because of that reason yeah was, but, yeah he had all the pickup yeah, lines and all the funny like shit the earlier episodes every episode it was like <laughs> a new bitch he was a g towards the end he started getting soft for like, lisa relationship type yeah, then yeah. she started giving him drama and that's what ha- you, you know what's funny that's what happens to all the players it's all the naturals you meet in real life mm-hmm. they start off hot they yeah. get in all the biddies and then they finally get an affinity for one chick and then over time they end up just dealing with a lot of shit, bro, because you already know how these bitches are, man. You're going to have to deal with that that drama, man. Forever. Yeah, man. I fucking love Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince was my shit. You know, what's the first thing that sticks out on your mind as far as, like, a G character? Oh, man. Funny enough, I, I fuck with anime growing up. I'm a 90s kid, hard. You know, Toonami. I know everyone knows. A lot of people know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I noticed when I, I comp- one day I compiled a list just quickly in my head of all my favorite animes, and I, I quickly realized like all of them have alpha fucking main characters who either don't take no shit or they're pimping it with bitches or you know they just carry themselves in, in a way where you know they're just not a bitch. And I would actually have people recommend animes, and when I watch it, and the main character is just too nervous and awkward with girls, I, I hate watching that shit. I can't relate to it. I mean, I'm sure a lot of other goofy motherfuckers relate to that shit but i can't watch a dude get nosebleeds every time a bitch show her titties <laughs> oh no okay first thing comes to my mind okay no one's gonna know this so i never was gonna be like well, what the fuck i never heard of that shit it's some shit called bastard with an exclamation point at the end it's actually only a six episode anime over whatever you want to call it it's basically about a wizard who's been around for 500 years has fucked like hundreds of bitches and they resurrected him back to life to, like, help him fight some shit. But he's really evil. But they, it was, like, some last resort. And he basically comes back, and he's just pimping it. And there's one chick that he has an affinity towards. And it's just basically him. His character itself is is just an alpha motherfucker. Matter of fact, I, I actually I fucked around with this one weeaboo chick. And for those who don't know, weeaboo is just, like, non 
non-Asian chicks who were into Asian culture. I knew one chick, she was really into anime. And she literally said it, like she said it, even, she even said her brother said it, that I reminded them of the character from that show. Yeah, because all crazy. the like crack, he would just always crack jokes and he'd slap a chick on the ass and be like, yeah, whatever, bitch. <laughs> and just like go back to being a G ass motherfucker. And I watched that shit and that's the shit, that's the shit right there. I fucking resonate with that all the way. So check it out. I, don't, I think it's probably on YouTube, maybe. I don't know if it's still there, but it's, it's definitely worth checking out. It's definitely, if you like shit where, even if you don't like cartoons, I know, dude, I'm telling you, it's better than a lot of them corny-ass Hollywood movies with the symphony orchestras and the beta-ass main characters. If you like that shit, hey, go for it, man. So what's another good example? Let's get this shit going. We got a, we got a nice role. I like the Fresh Prince answer. That was... That was that was fucking dead facts, man. <laughs> so it's so hard because there's so many bad examples that it's hard to find a good example. You hear this, people? We have a whole episode. We got to do 30 minutes, and we like five minutes, and we already <laughs> ran out of fucking examples. This is how bad it is out here, people. Look, we're yeah. going to struggle through this just for you guys. I mean, one of the most obvious ones, people always say James Bond. Because, you know, I will say one thing. James Bond got one hell of a poker face. So if you're looking for an example of a good fucking poker face, just watch any James Bond movie. Plus, every single movie, he bags a different girl. Basically. Like part of it, so. He's like, bitch, fix iron my suit, bitch. I got a fucking mission to get to. I got time. Yo, I got to look fly. I can't be here entertaining your goofy ass. We smashed, okay. Scene's over. Now I got to do my shit. That'll get on, you know. I gotta get on my fucking grind. I actually used to watch a show called um, Californication. Oh yeah, I've and heard of that. Basically, I never watched it though. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Basically, the main character he's like a famous writer, and like uh, he's known for his fucking amazing like witty shit. And just basically, it's like it gets into like all the shenanigans he gets into as far as like situations with girls and. He's like a promiscuous fucking dude. He fucks mad bitches. That's all he does on the show, basically. Right. Like nine seasons of him fucking different girls and all the shit that comes with that. And what I like about the show is that that shit is mad realistic as far as how girls would react to shit. And not only that, but like it shows you. I feel like that shit was mad honest about how men and women interact with each other and like how things really go down instead of like that fantasy world where cheesy Hollywood. yeah that cheesy hollywood fantasy world it was actually pretty accurate and i appreciated that shit about it and just like throughout the whole fucking show the main characters like main thing the the, the fucking show is based on sex like the whole the, the whole like theme of the show the, yeah exactly it's in the title, people. that's one to check out for sure of course it has he has this like main chick that he has a daughter with in the show and like obviously a common theme to it is the whole one-itis thing of like that one girl that's for you and shit but that's where the realistic part of it comes in of how that shit really doesn't work out and it's more of just like a fantasy type yeah, of thing for sure that's dope man is it worth checking out yeah absolutely yo if you have time just try to like spread it out though don't watch that shit all at once, and it's fucking nine seasons, so nine try to seasons, stay productive. Wow, yeah, I, I know <laughs> what I won't be doing. Nah, that, that's not nah, definitely. That sounds. That sounds. Dope, I don't know man. if it's nine seasons, but I'm just like, oh, I'm just, just yeah, I'm just exaggerating. Up. I don't know if it's nine seasons, but it's pretty long though. 
I got a good one. It was a movie by Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure that some of y'all, plenty of y'all know who that Jake is. Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, he did The Fighter and all that type of shit. He's in a lot of fucking movies. But he did have, he had a romantic movie, and I don't usually watch romantic movies, but the the title sounded kind of interesting. I just ended up coming across the shit. It was called Love and Other Drugs. And immediately off the bat, it hooked me because it, right off from the intro, it was almost like a montage of him just being a slick fucking talker. He was like at some shitty shop selling like VCRs, but he was just slick as fuck. He'd be bagging the customers, you know, fucking the bitches in the back or, or like just general shit like that. He was just, just a G character. And basically he ends up selling Viagra in a, in a insurance company because he's just really good at fucking being a salesman. He ends up bagging you know, patience and whatnot. He ends up falling for one chick who has Parkinson's. So then the movie kind of takes a bit of a depressing downturn because, you know, and, and it's some real shit, you know, because let's be honest, you know, we're not all cold-hearted motherfuckers. We, we don't start off that way. We bag a lot of bitches, and then mm -hmm. most of the time, the players, the naturals in our life, they bag a lot of chicks. They start off really hot, and then they get an affinity for that one girl. And over time... You know, they end up having to juggle and deal with a lot of drama, inevitably, as you do so with a woman, especially long term. But there was a standout scene that I really fuck with. Basically, after he's a salesman, some random chick walks by and he's like, hey, Lisa. And she goes, oh, my, my name isn't Lisa. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I, I dated a girl named Lisa or some shit, some shit. Then he like shook her hand and said some shit. And. And after he did that, like the fat dude that he had basically bet that he would go up and say some shit, who was watching it, his boss or some shit, he saw, he basically explained it. He basically explained it to him saying how, how just by saying, oh, you look like my ex-girlfriend or you look like someone I previously dated, that, you know, it would just, you know, pre-select him and make him look like the shit beforehand. And the way he explained it, though, it was, it was a scene that was purposely done to show how analytical and fucking slick his brain was he just the way he explained it he was explaining it like talking a mile a fucking minute and i just thought it was slick as fuck because it felt like a real realistic example of what someone who is actually good with women would be like not being super cheesy but you know showing it and not of course you know showing up fucking beta spilling his heart out and then the chick coming to the realization that she loved him which she never showed previously, which we all know ain't gonna fucking happen. They ain't gonna do it, folks. No, sir. I actually watched this really cheesy movie a long ass time ago. <laughs> but Let's hear it. Yeah, that shit has horrible fucking reviews and all that shit. But there was like a certain aspect of the movie that fucking stood out to me. The movie's called um, 40 Days and 40 Nights. And basically, it stars, it stars this kid, um, Josh Hartnett, right? And he has this bet with his friend that he can go 40 days and 40 nights without having sex feel me yeah so like that shit spirals into this whole thing and like mad women end up finding out i feel like that shit was mad realistic as far as how girls would react if a nigga like just didn't fuck them you know what i'm saying like usually it's a guy fiend into fuck right away like exactly I'm trying that's to get laid right away it. and that's, that's how they oh show it God. and it's like uh, he didn't put out the way the girls reacted in the show for him not putting out it was just like, like fucking children right exactly like they didn't yeah they didn't know what the fuck to do and like i felt like that aspect of it was mad fucking interesting and it got me thinking 
as far as shit like that. Like, without us, without guys, without us fucking doing do. everything everything okay yo fucking yo girls would they'd be they'd be fucking lost bro they'd they'd be like fucking the three blind mice you know what i'm saying and like blind leading the blind <laughs> no yeah that's so fucking true dude there's been times where i'm like where I, I'm, I'm so on fire conversational wise or whatever or maybe another time i'm with a girl and i just think yo i'm just gonna not talk for like the next 10 minutes i just want to see what happens you know what happens yeah Nothing, nothing happens, and then you realize, damn, yo, I'm, I'm everything. Like, I'm, I'm. You are fucking. You are the glue. She's. You just the glue that glues everything together. That's why it's not fucking even. That's why you have to get her to constantly be performing for you, especially long term, because we all know how it gets. I don't even need to say what the fucking divorce statistic rate is because it's seventy percent. There you go. I just said it. Fuck it. Seventy percent of divorces are initiated by the females. I want you to let that shit sink in for a second. Seventy percent. Do you know what Seven that means? Zero. That me. That's not a coincidence. That's not. Oh, they all just just the chick just happened to go and file the shit to go to the actual. No, all of the chicks are dumping the motherfuckers because they're getting sick of them. That's what's really fucking happening. So if that's happening marriage wise, you can guarantee most relationships are ending from the chick. Dumping the fucking dude, especially pretty girls. So, really, we get displayed on TV as the savages, but really, bitches are the ruthless ones. They're the ones got dudes lining up, just bending over backwards, throwing their jacket on puddles and shit. Yes, ma'am, just, oh my God, can I lick your fucking feet? Anything to get near you, I'll swallow your bathwater. Nasty <laughs> shit. These motherfuckers is disgusting. Oh, Where's shit. the humanity, people? Stop validating these bitches. I don't even need to say because this is this is supposed to be a positive episode of positive media examples that we could see, that we could actually enjoy without feeling like vomiting every time we see the main character act like a bitch and bitch up. A fucking lame. Chicks, yeah. I think an obvious one would be Hitch. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Hitch, I mean, it's supposed to be about a dating coach. I, it, <laughs> some scenes are over the top, but they do have some little gems in there where it's like that is true to a certain extent. There's some shit that's over, definitely over the top. Like, I remember at one point, he had a fucking puppy ready for the dude to, like, save right in front of the chick. I'm sorry. I love y'all. I love y'all Unleashed Gang, but I'm not about to be renting no fucking puppies so you can <laughs> save it in front of some bitch. That shit it's just a little too much, people. No, but on the real though, puppies really do help, man. Puppies are like a e the easiest opener ever. It's almost so easy, it's like you don't even want to give yourself credit. Like if a chick has a dog, asking what dog it is is the easiest. I can't. It's easier than asking the time. It almost seems unfair. Like, yeah, it's really unfair. Bitches love their puppers. It's perfect because women are indirect creatures i know a lot of dudes are just going around going hey i thought you were cute i had to say hi which is great that totally works i've had success doing going direct but a lot of times it's perfect because women are indirect so when you could talk to them while not talking to them it's perfect just like if you go up to a group of girls if you address them all as a group not like one chick in particular that's the shit you want to do you go up to a chick you ask what kind of dog it is you you just keep be ignoring her while talking to her, paying attention to the dog, and then you're like, oh okay, yeah. By the way, where are you from? Or some shit like that. Are you from around here? Then it's like it's just set up easily for you to just look like a G, especially if you have another dog, and you know it's trained, and you know they're not about to scrap and shit. 
that might not help. Yo, they should make a movie about you, man. Yeah, we all know how Asian males are displayed on TV. AK, ha, ha, horribly. I don't even need to get into that. It's just, it, it's so traumatizing. It, it touches deep wounds inside me that I don't even want to go to. <laughs> so any other um, characters stick out to you as far as G-ass motherfucking players? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that was a her classic. Is one of a more unknown classics but how to be a player that was a movie yeah, called how to be a player i remember that movie how to be a player <laughs> now, it's not it's not so much something that you would watch and try to mirror cuz it's it's a little more cheesy and he just kind of acts stereotypically smooth but it is worth checking out it is kind of a it's a pretty funny movie also just just in general I, like I, I noticed like in the 90s it was easy to think of examples like well, we grew up in the hood, so we grew up watching shit like Fresh Prince and Martin more rather than, you know, Seinfeld and Friends, to be honest. That's just the fucking honest truth. Hmm. And But you would see, you know, alpha male characters just more in general. Like Martin, for example, he would just play like the fucking angry dad character. But at least when the dad character was displayed, it was displayed in like a authoritative manner. You know, you had shit like the Honeymooners, where it's like, I'm going to send you to the moon, Alice. <laughs> After I bust you upside your fucking head, I'm not advocating violence against women, people. But just the point is, the, just the 360, the 360, while wow, I'm retarded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to my defense, yeah, Hall of Famer, you know, Jason Kidd, his his freshman year in the NBA, he did say, you know, that they're going to change the team. Turn the team around yeah. 360 degrees. degrees. Oh, Very shit. infamous quote. I could go down in the list of stupid motherfuckers who said that. Now, this might seem like a, a choice from left field, but I don't know if you guys ever grew up on Nickelodeon, but I'm a 90s kid, and there was that show Drake and Josh. And I was actually getting, you know, towards, like, younger teens. That was, like, around the time I just started to stop really watching Nickelodeon and shit like that. But in that show, at first I was like, I'm probably not going to like this shit. But the <laughs> but you know the brother was it was basically a fat nerdy brother with a lame sister, and like some random other kid who was like a GS kid. Now he had the whole pretty boy thing going on, but I enjoyed the fact that he would just be bagging bitches. Like I <laughs> watched the show literally just for his character. If he wasn't there, I wouldn't have watched the show because it's like yo dead show. ass without without Drake, I probably wouldn't have watched that show. You're no, right. Yeah. Without Drake, it would just be Josh. Being a bitch and his bitchy sister and his square Being a parents. fucking loser. I think the dad was actually cooler than fucking Josh. I fucks with that J. Cole song. Is she gonna pop? Yeah, I remember that was, that was early J. Cole, right? Yeah, absolutely, yo. That fucking... The whole point of the fucking song. How fucking mind-numbing this whole shit with trying to bag bitches is all the time. And how, like, chicks, it almost gets... You almost get jaded. You know what I mean? Like you have to deal with mad bullshit, and after a while, it adds up. Plus, like how the same all girls are. After you mess with enough girls, yeah. you start to realize they all do the same shit. The same goofy shit. They stay. Right? They all do the same goofy shit, and like it's just over and over and over you again. You could literally stand there and be like, "Yo, listen, literally to prove that you're different from any other girl, and to make me fall head over heels." 
do this one thing different that every other chick has just shown that they just do. And it's like they're unable to. Unable. It'll make you want to ram your head through the wall. That's why I don't advocate trying to fucking... I don't advocate the communication is the key. Look, you say it once, what your issue is, what you would prefer to be, and then you give her time apart to let that shit soak the fuck in so she, don't just, so she doesn't just get rewarded for some bullshit, okay? And then... After that, you go back, and if she does it again, then you let her know one more time, and if she does it again, then you next that bitch. Peace, bitch. Yeah, I'd give that a fucking listen. If I were you out there, give a listen to her. She gonna pop. That's dope, man. And open your eyes to these hoes, man. (laughs) Nah, we can't have a music one. That is too many fucking songs. Now, this wasn't so much for bitches, but fuck bitches. It ain't always gotta be about bitches, but, you know, growing up, I know it isn't realistic because we are on a we are on a bunch of you know just fucking Cuban drug lords. But I fucked with Scarface growing up really hard. Hell to the fucking <laughs> yo, Scarface just, is a classic, son. I never. It's one of those movies where the main characters just alphaness, just his his conviction carries the fucking movie. His character, he's just every scene he's in. It's like it's a kind of like Heath Ledger. In the dark night, where every scene where they're in, they just carrying it. You're just watching them to see their reaction to everything. Now, obviously, you're not going to be going around, you know, shooting niggas up and shit. But ultimately, <laughs> just his character. I remember just just the conviction in his words, man. You know, no kids. He didn't <laughs> want to fucking shoot the kids, man. And, and that ended up getting him six feet deep. But his conviction as a man, you know... If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Stick to your fucking laurels. Sorry, I had to put your guys through my horrible Scarface impersonation. I feel like this is a fucking one you have to have like an open audience give you suggestions because it's so fucking hard to find actually positive shit when it comes to representation of men and how the fuck we act around women. A lot of times you got to go back in the past, you know. It's hard to think of. A lot of examples now. From now, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, actually, I could think of a modern example. Now that I say that, it comes to mind. I say, um, Tony Stark's, the Iron Man character that Robert Downey Jr. plays. Yeah, that's another one that he carries the fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, they did kind of tie him down to that one chick, and it kind of lessened his his genius, just like in real life, but. Nah, yeah, just his character in general. He's just a very snarky guy. He isn't, like, kissing up some bitches. Even when he acts, has moments of neediness or whatever, he, he keeps his character of, you know, just being that person who's just a G motherfucker, ultimately. He just talks shit all the time to any bitch. This is a little off topic, but not really, of course, because it, it's on topic. I would just say, like, Considering the fact that you see these movies where they got characters where they're, you know, they're ladies, man, and they act in a certain way that is, you know, somewhat conducive to how real, how you would really have to act in real life. But then other movies, they show guys spilling their hearts out, you know, spilling their hearts out just to get the girl and end up getting the girl. Do you think that that shit is done purposely to kind of throw, to throw people off or is it just, you know, done for the females to appeal to women maybe even? I feel like it's both. Yo, bitches love the notebook, man. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. The girls like all that sappy shit, so I feel like a lot of it is just marketing towards women. Exactly. But then also a lot it's of like, it is t- 
it's almost like emasculate men to, I don't know, the way things are going. The way things are going in this world right now is public enemy number one right now is is like the sexual the sexuality of the man, of a man. You feel me? So Yeah, definitely. When it comes to like the dating world, everything is slanted to just be like oh man, so you just see women like if you watch some some chump ass show like fucking Mori or some shit, you grow up on it, it's entertaining. But then when you grow older you you just I always used to think though, even as a kid, I would watch this shit and I'd mm. be like, you know, how come they never Test the bitch out. Like, they're always talking about the dude cheating, and then the audience boos the dude. Yeah. He has, like, this scary montage. It's black and white. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's my kid. That bitch a thought. <laughs> fucking, like, 8,000 niggas. What can I say? Hey, I mean, if it is my kid, I take care of the motherfucker. And he say that shit. Hey, it sounds yeah. fair enough. But then before you know it, the audience is booing before this nigga even breathed twice. <laughs> so he comes out. Everyone was like, boo. He's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even pay to come here. So they get there, <laughs> they get to the stage, and dude, then it turns out the kid isn't even his. Isn't even and then his. the girls run into the back crying, Oh my oh, god, I can't believe crying. it. I can't believe it. Just it just makes oh, me laugh god. because it's like if that was us and we could get pregnant, or whatever the kid <laughs> 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 The point is we would not cry. It's just like when chicks get caught cheating and then they start crying. It's like, what? literally, what is there to cry about? This isn't even a crying situation. <laughs> like you wasn't crying a second ago. Now, magically, you have an epiphany. Like, no, motherfucker. That wouldn't happen. Would you cry if you got caught cheating? Would you just be like, oh, you get so emotional that you came to your epiphany that you did something so horrible? Get the fuck out of here. I'm Who fucking poker face my way to victory. That shit is just manipulation. That's no different than a dude threatening to punch you in the fucking face. A woman crying like that is no different. You're just using your side of the duality to manipulate the situation for your benefit. And ultimately, bitches get motherfuckers killed all the time. You know how many dudes in history have lost their lives to getting stabbed by some medieval sword in the fucking spleen or some shit over a bitch who was like... Uh, I don't know. He raped me just so she could avoid getting slut shamed, and <laughs> this shit happens today. Girls are mad abusive. That's why it's like the only difference is that we can't. F there's there's no way that we can legally. There's no way that we could fucking litigate our pain that we feel from girls being fucking abusive. Exactly. So it's yeah, like it's different. Like with guys, yeah, like we yeah. could just slap them in the face and be abusive. You know what I'm saying? But like they for them, it's shit. like some low key abuse that they don't even get caught, called out for, or caught. Can't even be defined by the law because it's so underhanded. It's like if you get someone to kill someone else, who's gonna get charged? The person who killed that person. But you there, like I don't know, I don't know what happened. I was just here as a girl. Here's my titties. Don't fucking convict me. <laughs> Now, it's straight a little off topic, but sometimes shit gets real. And the real shit in relations podcast. How about Leonardo DiCaprio on Catch Me If You Can? Yo, that's a great example. He fucks like 800 shit. bitches in that movie. And it was just his charm. And he had the same little the same little trick with all of them when it came to like... He had this little... I think it was like a little necklace or a little something like that. Yeah, yeah. He was just a smooth talking mouth. For those who don't know... Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can is a movie about some young ass. It's supposed. It's basically supposed to be based on this con artist. This and actually, this type of shit interests me more than like anything else. People who actually 
like do crazy shit just using their social ability. That true shit story, is by the way. Interesting as fuck. Yeah, he basically goes around faking being a doctor to this to that, dressing up and just charming the shit out of bitches and all types of shit. And it's just a great movie just to see socially because you watch that shit and even though it's a movie, what you don't understand is that shit really happens when you come at people with conviction. It can throw them off. Like this, dude. I know. There's dudes out there who have said shit like that the, when they've gone to Rikers that they've had better. They, it's just a better idea to go up to someone and address the situation and just be like, hey, let's fuck it, let's fight. Then if that's what it has to be, then to just not address the situation. Or if you're like, if you're just unsure, you cannot get away with it. Like there's people out there who have impersonated, you know, doctors. Yeah, I've heard stories about inmates <laughs> who were broken out of prison multiple times. That fucking times. kid in Florida who fucking he pretended to be a gynecologist for Mad Long. <laughs> he was looking at bitches' pussies. <laughs> Wasn't he like sixteen or eighteen? Yeah, 17? he was like a kid or some shit, dude. That's yeah. fucking hilarious, shit. dude. Can you imagine? Like, yo, man, I just want to look at bitches' pussies all day. Bro. I don't really <laughs> yeah. want to go to school, so fuck it. I mean, let's get the outfit, get the yeah, documents. Man. You gotta give it to him though. He was like the ingenuity involved to even make a plan that like that fucking foolproof that he got away with it for so long is like kind of impressive though. You gotta respect the social cunning to a certain degree. I, I remember I was reading these stories about inmates who were broken out of prison multiple times, and I remember reading about how one dude put his outfit in a in a toilet bowl with a bunch of fucking like highlighters so it just yeah. changed into like some outfit where i guess he pulled it off like it was some medical shit and he managed to get out the motherfucker now that isn't so much a social thing but just the balls it takes you know what i mean when, when you put your balls on the line and you go for shit you'll be surprised the things you can accomplish when you look people in the eye and you're like yeah i'm, I'm a doctor i've been doing this medical profession for seven years i graduated from the school of doctorism at doctors are us yeah, maybe not that part. Yeah, in that movie, Catch Me If You Can, he fucking forged the check so well that he got a hooker into, like, early on into actually paying him to sleep with her. You know what I mean? Like, she thought it was a real check, and you know, she think, actually gave him money or some I shit. I think I could do that shit. Right. I, 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 I thought of that shit. No, no funny shit. I thought, of, I thought of this years ago as a teenager. I was like... Back when I was on my ash catching shit, I was just like, I want to be the best, you know, there ever was. And I was, just, I was thinking of like, what could be a crazy challenge? And I would think about like, like you hire a prostitute and, and you just get her to smash without even paying. Not because you want to smash a prostitute, but just to know that you can do that shit. It's like, my game is fucking serious, dude. She paying me or I'm getting it for free. Not that you want to be fucking a prostitute. I don't. I don't advise this. I don't advise this challenge. The prostitute challenge of 2018. Nah. Don't do it, guys. It's theoretical, guys. This is all theoretical. All right. So before we end this, do you have any last key ones that you have that come to mind? Yeah, definitely. Yo, fucking forgetting Sarah Marshall is a big one, and in particular, like Russell Brand's character that in that shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, so for those who don't know, Forgetting Sarah Marshall is about the average, this average dude who has an average ain't shit bitch girlfriend, and they go on a vacation, and I think they're having issues already in the 
relationship. So they go on like vacation to some island to like try to solve the issues, I guess. And she ends up getting bagged by some like pretty boy type, you know, sexual tantric type islander dude with long hair who's Russell Brand. And his character is just a smooth, you know, fucking sex tantric type of dude who would try to fuck your bitch. His character is played perfectly, but what's key in this movie is just the way the shit ends. Because basically, she leaves the beta man character for this super player dude. But the super player dude is way out of this ancient bitch's league. And this is what happens with a lot of women. While you have a lot of bitter, you know, old single women. Because they, they don't want to be with the, you know, the, the boring dudes. But they're nowhere near cool enough to be with the actual cool motherfuckers so they just end up being cast aside with their washed up pussy and five abortions and it was a great example oh basically because at the end of the movie you remember like the dude he russell brand's character yeah, he didn't want to fuck well yeah he's just like holy fuck <laughs> trying to avoid the shit out that crazy bitch too. yeah exactly <laughs> by end of vacation and the main character finds some new bitch on the island of course and you know that's the happy ending that's what you would hope you know that's what you would Hope if that situation was to really happen to you, and I'm sure it's happened to motherfuckers. I know it's happened to motherfuckers. Actually, that that's that's a perfect way to like imagine you average, you know, beta type dude or average dude who doesn't have a lot of game. You get tooled by some chick on vacation mm -hmm. by some dude, and by the end of it, this dude's just like, "Hey, man, I don't even fuck with this bitch. Fuck mm -hmm. this lame bitch. <laughs> I gotta get the fuck out of here too." And then you got some new bitch, and you're like, "Hey, man, yep, I guess." And now everyone's just laughing as a goofy bitch. All right, before we end this, let's just quickly go through, like, name three quick movies. Na name a movie that that's the exact opposite, a horrible example. A movie where if you watch it, it's going to make you worse just from being near it. Like, you don't even need to listen to it. Just by osmosis, if that shit is around you, it's just going to make your game worse. Fuck it, I'll answer it. Um, any any movie with Michael Sarah. Yo, I was just about to say that. I was about to say super bad. I swear to God, I was about to say super bad because of Michael Sarah, because oh of him specifically, God. or him or his clone, that other guy. Um, the one from the 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 Facebook social movie, network. the Social yeah, Network. Jesse Eisenhower. Yeah, Je Jesse Eisenberg or whatever the fuck his name is. Him and his clone. Yeah, they basically <laughs> these two, you know, white kids, and they play like the average beta awkward kid, and it's just his character in every movie so one movie for example people hyped it as a good romantic movie and i ain't gonna lie i'm a soft nigga sometimes sometimes i like i would like to see it because sometimes it's good you know i remember there's been movies where it gets you type emotional and shit Which i watched the shit juno um scott pilgrim was one scott pilgrim he spent his whole movie he spent this whole movie, movie fighting her ex-boyfriends that's the fucking point of the movie he had to fight 10 of this bitch's ex-boyfriends and an ex-girlfriend oh my god Word. like that that's was fucking horrible <laughs> dude that's like the most beta plot line that's the most beta shit i've heard since you know man I remember that r&b song from the 90s that goes like or oh, is it the 90s or early 2000 it's like Girl, I don't want to know if you playing, <laughs> you playing me, me. Keep yo, it on Barry the low. Wine is what the fuck, yo? I, yo, the that's sad the part is, oh is that was a God. good song melodically. Like you hear this shit, and it's like, wow, I want to sing along to this, but if I do, <laughs> I have to immediately chop my balls off after. Oh shit! I don't want to know. 
just keep it on the low? Are you fucking serious? Fuck this bitch. And you over here singing. That's one thing about 90s R&B that I did not fuck with. You know, I grew up, we grew up in the hood, so we heard a lot of R&B growing up. Mm-hmm. And that shit was like simp city over here, man. <laughs> and rap to a lot of degree too because all these motherfuckers talking about spending money on bitches buying bitches and then you actually see them wifing up these stripper hoes and it isn't because they're so fly it's because they're they're rappers and they have to perform in clubs so they're always around those types of chicks so eventually they catch feelings for those ain't shit bitches and even rich niggas with status and not you know they're not immune to getting tooled or just dealing with goofy toxic bitches especially these you know chicks who sell their body like that's all they're worth they don't have anything else going for them and if their entire identity is a sex symbol you can't be surprised when that's all she is facts facts so i think that about wraps it up people so with that being said until next time unleash your best let's do it gentlemen peace peace